Welcome to More Attention, Less Deficit, the free podcast version of the book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. R.A. Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Welcome to the episode, Find a Job and Career That You Can Enjoy and Maybe Work for Yourself. Adults spend a lot of time at work, about a third of the day if we're lucky, but many of us spend more than that. So it shouldn't be surprising that adults with undiagnosed ADHD often seek treatment because they're not doing as well there as they would like. Because we spend so much time at work, we want to be in an enjoyable and fulfilling experience. Maybe not every moment, but overall a satisfying endeavor that gives a sense of contributing to the world, even in a small way. It's hard to feel like that if you're struggling just to keep your head above water or keep your boss off your back. This then spills into other parts of your life. For example, if you feel so burned out at the end of the workday that you don't have much left for your romantic partner or family. The good news here is that working on your ADHD in all the ways discussed in other episodes of the podcast will benefit you at work too. I'm going to assume that you have the skills to be successful at work, although maybe in a different job, and that the main problem here is that your ADHD is preventing you from showing what you've got. Therefore, using solid strategies related to time management, organization, remembering, relationship management, etc., should go a long way towards taking care of whatever it is that's tripping you up on the job. So what's left are things related to finding a job that's a good fit for you and tweaking your job so you can perform your best. So let's talk about how to find a job and career that you can enjoy. You know, work is a big part of adult life. It pays the bills and feeds the family, but it also takes up a big chunk of our week and, pl- and can play a role in how we define ourselves. If you have ADHD, your work life is probably harder and less rewarding than it should be. Compared to the relatively few options for school, though, we tend to have many more options in the world of work. If you have trouble sitting still, you can get a job where you don't have to. If you're lucky enough to have a good assistant, then you don't need to worry as much about the boring and devilish details. As a result, many adults who weren't phenomenal students can be quite successful at work if they put themselves into the right situation. On the flip side, as adults, we're held to higher standards than we are as kids, so coworkers and bosses may cut you less slack than your teachers did. Well, some of them. So, first of all, sometimes a small change is enough. Let's start there. You may find that you enjoy your career and believe that you could be good at it, but that your current job isn't working out as well as you would hope. In these cases, you may just need to change to a different job in the same career. This may be as simple as a transfer to a different job with the same employer. Other times, you may need to seek your fortunes elsewhere. For example, you may love the thrill of the chase of working as a salesman, 
but find that your current job hits too many of your weak points. I had a client who had been successful in sales until he took a job that involved selling giant products to giant companies, the sort of thing where the top sellers close only a handful of deals a year. This requires lots of follow-through and tons of details. Although he had some success with it, he had done better when the sales cycles were shorter so he could jump on a prospective client, make the sale, you know, or not, and move on to the next. This gave him a bunch of sales per year, which inspired him to keep going for the next exciting sale. By contrast, in his current job, those sales were so far apart that he didn't get that adrenaline kick often enough and would spend a lot of time drifting between sales. It wasn't that he didn't have the necessary skills, because you know his previous successes showed that he did, but rather that this particular job wasn't a great fit for his strengths. So consider your options. If your current job isn't working, what other options may work better? And it may be that you need a bigger change, such as a whole new career. People find themselves in jobs and careers for all sorts of reasons, some of which, frankly, are pretty random and make for a bad fit. So if you're struggling in your job or career, you may want to think about how you got there and whether it's the best place for you. You actually may be pretty darn sure that your situation definitely isn't the best place for you. If you don't know what you want to do, but maybe know what you don't want to do, then you need to gather more information about what kinds of jobs are out there. My advice is to ask everyone you know about their job. What does a typical day look like? What do you like? What do you hate about your job? How did you get your job? What are some related types of jobs? You know, don't be shy about asking. Most people are more than happy to talk about themselves. Also, don't worry that they may like different things than you would, because it's still worth hearing their experience. You know, you just keep that in mind. What you're looking to do is just to broaden your range of possibilities and to give yourself more options. This will perhaps give you some leads to explore further. Essentially, what you're doing here is an informal career interest inventory. So what do you do if, after talking to all these people and thinking about your different options, you decide that you'd like to work for yourself? You know, working for yourself can be a great option for some people. In fact, adults with ADHD are three times more likely to be self-employed owners of small businesses than people without ADHD. So should you start your own business? Well, it depends on what your goals are and how you think you would handle the freedom and responsibility. As much as working for yourself can bring some fantastic opportunities, it also requires more skills and diligence than working for someone else. This is because you need to not only be good at whatever your trade is, for example, business consulting, plumbing, computer repair, psychology, whatever, but also capable of managing the details of running a business, you know, or be smart and lucky enough to hire someone who can do that stuff for you. You also need to be a self-starter, since there's no boss there to get on your case for showing up late and not getting anything done. There are many reasons why someone with ADHD might start his own business, including a desire for independence, a desire for greater income, as well as a tolerance for greater risk, perhaps, um, seeing a golden opportunity that they don't want to let pass by, 
being tired of working for someone else, um, feeling impatient with the slow process of climbing up the ranks in the typical fashion, or feeling limited by not having certain academic credentials. If a number of these apply to you, I don't know, you may want to consider it. However, keep in mind that it usually takes a lot of work up front to get a business going and that your income will probably take time to grow. Therefore, you have to have both the time and the willingness to put in those hours, as well, perhaps, as another source of money to pay the bills until the business turns a profit. So you may want to keep your day job and do as much as possible during nights and weekends before taking the big plunge. The Small Business Administration is a federally funded um, organization and offers tons and tons of resources for those starting or running a small business. They have lots of good information on their website, which is www.sba.gov, as well as they have a lot of local offices where you can speak with their staff in person and access certain resources you can't get online. They also offer grants and low interest loans. So if you're considering starting a business, spending some time with the SBA can help you decide whether you should proceed and also help you prevent a lot of the common problems. It's an investment that's well worth your time, especially since all their services are free. I'm also pleased to announce that my fellow Attention Deficit Disorder Association board member, Suzanne Evans, and her colleagues have created a comprehensive new program to help professionals with ADHD get their businesses off the ground. Um, You can find more information and a link at adultadhdbook.com under cool events. So check it out if you want, um, you know, to give your new or perhaps not so new business a big boost if that's what you're doing. Now, our next episode will be how to get help when you need it for you or someone else. Many adults with ADHD are conflicted about getting help from others. Sometimes they really want it and sometimes they really don't. Fortunately, life gets easier when you find a middle road between these two extremes. So until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.